Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Pick and Roll on the Board YouTube channel, part of the Hammer Betting Network. We go live every weekday right here for this show to talk NBA betting. And, of course, we go into some extra discussion topics in the process. But um, thank you guys so much for the great support on the weekend. We had 1,000 subs. We were here yesterday. You heard us say that. But once again, super appreciative of you guys for helping us get to that milestone. If you guys are supporting the content, enjoying the content, Please make sure you are also subscribed to the channel. Help us to our next milestone of 2,000 subs. And always show your support by hitting that thumbs up button. It does make a big difference to the channel. But let's go into the recap of yesterday's picks, as we always do. Before that, just want to do a little bit of a word here about BetStamp. This is the tool that we use to track all of our picks for public viewing so you guys know exactly what the record is for the show. You could trust the record for the show, know what you're betting into. But BetStamp as well. Other things that you can do, you can line shop across various different sports books to make sure you're always getting the right price. So, for instance, if we were to go to this specific game, Cleveland, Atlanta, we could pull up Donovan Mitchell's odds here and we wanted to take him on his points. Well, now I we know where the best price is available. Instead of taking maybe a minus 116 at Barstool, we can get a minus 105 at Betway. It's the easiest way to make sure that you are always getting the best possible price for your sports bets. And we've said so many times that that is the most important thing. Even five cents, 10 cents difference, it makes a huge difference to your ROI on the season. So if you are looking to sign up for new sportsbook accounts, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash the board or hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it will support the show and it will help your betting as I mentioned as well. But the play yesterday was a winning play from Jonas Valanciunas. Um, against the Portland Trailblazers. I did not follow this one very closely. It was a bit of a, a late one for myself, but nonetheless, JV comes through and cashes this play, gets to 31 on the points and rebounds, only needed 27 and a half, which gets us up to 13.7 units of profit and 5.6% ROI on the season. You see our record, 120.92 pips. Uh, I'm not sure how in tune you are this one, but JV, big game, exactly as expected? Not exactly as expected, because he cleared this line mostly with rebounds. He had 21 rebounds and 10 points. <laughs> it was Jonas' start line. Uh, but uh, the thing is, he had four points and four rebounds in the first three minutes. And then they started double-teaming him heavily. So he just was depending on them missing every shot, which they did. So he got 21 rebounds. Out of this 21, 17 were defensive rebounds. So just they were just br shooting bricks. This Portland Trailblazer team is by far the worst in the league. This is a team that wouldn't be a champion in G, G League. So yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Also on the offense, he had three putbacks, and every putback is great for PR line because he's getting three, like two points and one rebound every time he makes the putback. 
So that that's that's the way he 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 crashed this line. So yeah, just as I said, his size was so big compared to everyone on the Portland Trailblazers. So he got the rebounds, and that's how he this was a winner. Yeah, and uh, you know the size JV, the way the New Orleans Pelicans are playing, JV has been a big part of why the team has been winning as of late. So. Um, it only makes sense that if JV, he's playing well, he's doing his thing. It only makes sense that we can uh, perhaps go back to him for today's play. We are going to go to JV once again, pull up the line here. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas take him over 12 and a half points and 10 plus rebounds for minus 120 odds at BetMGM. So a bit different than the, the points, rebounds and assists line. Uh, sorry, the uh, the points and rebound line, but hoping for another good game from JV against the Pelicans. Um, okay, bad news. I'm actually pulling up that MGM right now. Um, it's at minus 125 as of right now. Um, so we'll try to find if it's at a different book still available for the minus 120 uh, or perhaps find a substitute here, unfortunately. Um, I'll give Pips a second to, to try and work that out. But we're hoping to have uh, JV over 12 and a half and 10 plus rebounds for minus 120 odds. Uh, another play that was supposed to be on the show, part of the reason we started late, uh, moved off of. I don't even know what that play is, but uh, let's hope to find the play here and still come through with this one. Um, perhaps DraftKings has this one. But- yeah, that's like the thing is like, okay, we love it at minus 120, but now 125 is changed a lot. I, I don't think I just stick to it. Like, okay, like five cent more like you want to stick to the well, not the great but i don't want to just get completely another uh, complete new bet because of it so okay I'll just stay with it so so noted there we're going to swap the official play here we're going to take a little bit of the extra juice uh, we're to take a little bit of that and confidence is still here in the play for Jonas Valanciunas over 12 and a half points and 10 plus rebounds for minus 125 odds at bet mgm uh, if you're watching, perhaps at a different time of day, maybe that 120 is back. Uh, if not, up to 125 is still a good mark to bet. So, Pips, um, obviously you like the play. It moved a little bit. You still like it. So there should be a certain degree of confidence in JV in the back-to-back bets. Uh, what do you like about him in this specific matchup with the Warriors? So the Warriors lately have had problems with defending centers. If you take a look at their per, per game, Stats they are allowing so many. Uh, by this check, so yeah, over the last 15 games, Golden State Warriors allow the most points and rebounds combined to opposing centers, and they are allowing the most points and the ninth most rebounds to opposing centers. So, yeah, that that's quite. A, a, a good uh, thing to yeah. go against. Yeah. And yeah, when we take a look at the guys that had success, Nazrid, he's not like just a low trade guy. He scored 30 points. AD scored 39 points. Brook Lopez, similar type to Jonas Valanciunas, and he only scored one three, so it's not that he covered with trees. He scored 19. Ayton had 27. It's a Zubats, who is like also one big guy, like Jonas, scored 19. So everyone was doing great, and also everyone was doing great on, on, on rebounds, 
Mason Plumlee had 20 rebounds. That's like <laughs> ultimating. Aiton had 12 rebounds. Tillman had 10 rebounds and four. Tillman, also a bigger guard, had 14 and 10. Zubas had 19 and 16. Plumlee had 12 and 20. Nasrid, who is poor rebounder, had nine rebounds. So everyone had success lately, and I just think they just continue defending the same way without Wiggins. They'll be spread out and leave the middle, and that's where Jonas is great. Down in the paint, non-restricted scoring, uh, uh, non-restricted paint scoring. That's the thing that Golden State just allows the most in the league. Jonas will post up and just hook the shot over over the Kevin Looney and should be able to get to this line. I just hope there is no foul trouble for Jonas in this game. That's the only thing that could prevent this for winning. But he was great lately, getting ton of minutes. Last night he was on pace to play 36 minutes, which will be the most of the season. That was his rotation. It was a blowout, huge blowout, and he still got 30 minutes. So over the last five games, he played 33 minutes, 28 minutes blowout, 34 minutes blowout, 32 minutes blowout, 30, uh, 30 minutes blowout. So they had four blowout wins in a row. So, and like by 20 or more, more points, and he still got 20 or more minutes in every of these games. So they are going away at the Golden State Warriors with, and they are playing great lately. So I think they, they can stick into this game. And we saw Golden State Warriors losing to Minnesota Timberwolves at home. So I think we could get a tight game. And if Jonas plays 30 minutes, he should be able to cover this pretty confident. Yeah, and we had JV yesterday. So a lot of the, the similar sort of tendencies is what I, I we're, we're kind of expecting today here, I suppose, from this bet. So good to see. Uh, remind you guys, uh, I know I did the, the bet stamp plug in the intro, but if this one's not on DraftKings, very good opportunity. Get yourself signed up to BetMGM where you can grab this one. Again, the link is in the description. Helps you get on some more sports books, so it lets you shop for the best price on any of your bets. And also, um, it just ensures that you can always get the plays that we have here. We get a little bit of support as well in the process. So you're helping yourself. You're helping us. Uh, also going to take a sec here before we go into our discussion piece to let you guys know to uh, follow us on Twitter at the board HQ. You can also follow the hammer at the hammer HQ on Twitter to stay up to date on all show information, promos. If there's ever any delays for any reason whatsoever, you can stay involved there. New shows coming in. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Make sure you're following us there. But our discussion piece for today, uh, we're going to be discussing the officiating once again, we're in a little bit of a, an officiating uh, problem. We're seeing a lot of officiating problems around the NBA as of late. And there's quite a few teams who are being, well, there's a couple of teams specifically that we want to highlight who are being positively affected here. I would say none other than the Los Angeles Lakers. This is a graph that Pip sent to me yesterday that we want to talk about. But the Los Angeles Lakers have seen the biggest free throw discrepancy of any team since that no call against LeBron James against the Boston Celtics, where he got fouled at the buzzer, would have been the winning layup. They ended up losing in overtime. 
but since then, the free throw discrepancy against their opponents. So their free throw attempts minus the opponent's free throw attempts is 263. The next highest is the Miami Heat at 123. Um, and just going further on that no call situation. So this is a photo of LeBron. Like, I mean, he had the right to be upset about the call, but where I think it went too far was the NBA refer the official NBA referees Twitter account tweeting out, like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game in reference to LeBron play. And that is gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. So obviously LeBron James gets a little bit of, you know, extra. I, I He gets better treatment than a lot of people around the NBA for his name, being on the Lakers and whatnot. But like this is the, the NBA ref setting this precedent of apologizing for this. But like the, how many plays go by a day where there's just these absolutely horrible sort of calls and there's no formal apology like this. Um, well, let's start with you, Pip. So looking at this graph, do you feel like this has to be a little bit of special treatment? We'll call it going to the Lakers. So uh, let's first define who gets to the line the most. Like players like Jimmy Butler, Shea Gilders, Alexander, Giannis. Those are the guys that are getting to the line because they have the most drives in the entire league. Like they're just tucking the rim and getting to the line. And the thing is with these Lakers, over this period, there are 26 in drives per game. That's absurd. Like if they were if they had one one hundred less free throws discrepancy, it will still be unbelievable with them being 26th over this period in drives so that's that's crazy if they were like top five if they were if they were the first in drives per game this will still be unbelievable but they are 26 so that's that, that's scary stuff yeah nba don't want lebron james to meet the playoffs and also, he's yeah. the he's the best driver to the rim, and he was out over that period. So, like, this happened without LeBron. Like, <laughs> come on, like that's so obvious. I, I mean, part part of this, like, you know, I, I can understand a seeing a team in first. You know, it's like it, it's not that crazy. A lot of it comes down to uh, you know, Austin Reeves has actually been going to the line so much recently. Sure. A lot of that right now is on the way Austin Reed is playing. But this is like, like this is more than double the team in second place in like a pretty, like a two month sample size here. This is, team. this is more than double the second place team. Team in this third place has James Harden and Joel Embiid on their yeah. roster. And they are like three times slower. Like. So, so it, it, it's just, it's a pretty ridiculous stat to see. I mean, I, I don't think this is. I think maybe a couple of games that followed had direct, like the LeBron James play had direct influence on this, but I think I'd actually be curious to see if the Lakers have had this sort of, I guess, additional help from officiating over the last 10, 10 years or so. I, I don't think, I don't want this to turn into a, co- a conversation about if the NBA is rigged or not. I, I just think that subconsciously the referees hold a slight bias towards superstars 
they hold a bias towards big markets. I think that's very much reflected here. I think a lot of the time as well, they try to overcompensate for their mistakes. So makeup calls are, are kind of a thing. And I think a lot of these as well, I don't think they're doing this on purpose. I think it's subconscious, but I think we need to kind of uh, some way get to a point where, where that's no longer happening. I think where a lot of what I just said there is kind of, we're seeing the opposite in actuality is for Luka Doncic. So we talked about Luka Doncic yesterday. He picked up his 16 technical. We are saying he's going to be out for the Pacers game last night. Well, he played in the Pacers game because his technical got rescinded. This is extremely weird because after the game in the pool report, uh, crew chief Kevin Scott said, that Doncic used profanity directed at the officials in protest to a no call that was correctly judged in a post game video review. So, in the pool yep. report, the rep, the crew chief said they got the call right. They looked at a post game video review. They confirmed the call was right. Yet somehow, yet somehow, uh, at during the day yesterday, his 16th technical was rescinded and he played versus the Pacers. He was great. And the Mavericks destroyed the Pacers. You really, I know you texted me this when it happened. So I know you were frustrated Pips, but uh, how, how do you think, how do you think this happens? What, what do you make of all this? They just wanted him to play. But that's it for my side. I watched the game against the Hornets when he got the technical and it was very, very well deserved. He was protesting like five possessions in a row on some calls that were like, he was putting a ton of pressure on the refs. They were losing, they were down by five or six points at that point. And he was just constantly asking for fouls when there were no fouls. Like if it was a legit man, I would say like, okay, like, come on, do our job. But there were like two or three straight possessions where he talked shit to the refs and was like making like his standard, like, uh, stuff and get gestures to, to the refs. And they, I, I was surprised that they didn't give him tech on the previous when he, previous play. And then again, he goes and he wasn't even going back on defense. He, he was like, he wasn't even playing. He was just protesting to the ref and talking trash. And he got the technical. And I was like, yeah, like, what did you expect? And he went crazy when he got the technical because he figured out, like, okay, I'm not playing tomorrow. That That's not great. But why did you protest in the first place? Like, you you were losing to Hornets. It's not on the refs, no matter how they officiate the game. Officiate the game. So, yeah, Luca's not happy. And he projected that to the refs. He had, and he deserved the technical. And it was no foul. So there is no reason. No one in the league will get this or sin. Only Luka Doncic, maybe LeBron James in some similar situation. That's probably it. And yeah, I hate. Like, If you deserve it, you should be punished. And you shouldn't be able to play. And yeah. he's playing an amazing game. And they've won against the Pacers. And he wasn't playing. Who knows? And maybe this changed the things for Thunders that now, like, they could be two games up on, on, the, on Dallas and now they are not. So, yeah, yeah. It, makes, it makes a big deal. Um, 
I don't I I don't know what to make of this. I mean, like I like I have the the article here in they the crew chief literally reviewed this after the game, said it was the correct call. Somehow it still gets rescinded. It, it it's tough to think of this as anything other than the NBA wants their star player to be in the playoffs, and they recognize that this this Pacers game went from the Mavericks being it was like a pick 'em. To the Mavericks, it was like like minus one ten for the Mavericks to win, and it went up to like two hundred and forty minus two forty at some books because of Doncic being there. So it, it's tough to convince me anything other than the NBA wants their star player playing and in the playoffs. Uh, definitely unfair, um, not unfair to the Pacers, but because I mean maybe a little bit they could make a late push, but this is definitely unfair to the Thunder, who yeah. I don't think would receive uh, the same sort of treatment. So. Uh, yeah, I, I would say 100% that this is a problem. And, you know, maybe it's bias, subconscious, whatever it is, but it, it's a problem that it, addressing it is the only way to start the solution for this sort of thing. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. In more positive light, we want to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. They have been rolling recently. Uh, There were question marks about Carl Anthony Towns' return because, well, they were struggling to start the season with him. He's come back. They're winning games. We keep saying every win is vital in the West. If you can pull together a win streak, that is massive, and that is what the Minnesota Timberwolves are doing. Carl Anthony Towns has looked good. The team in general has looked good. All of a sudden, four games in a row, they're from they went from not in the play-in spots to six seed right now. So, what do you think, Pips, has been the reason for this recent success for the Timberwolves? Uh, they're actually winning some very like tough games as well. I'll, I'll pull up what you said. They've won four in a row, three were road games versus the Knicks, the Warriors, and the Kings. So a win against the Warriors on the uh, at the Warriors is very tough, and a home win against the Hawks. So four impressive wins. What do you think has been the turning point for this team? They are deep. They are deep, and here is why I think so. Like the first game against the Knicks, they had Prince scoring 35 points on 13 field goal attempts. They had seven players in double digits without Carl Anthony Towns and Edwards. That's huge. Jaden McDaniels, 18 points. Prince, 35 points. Mike Conley, 24 points. Rudy Gobert, 16 points. Jalen Novell, 14 points. Nazri, 12 points. So, like, they are deep. They have so many bigger guys that can just help. Next game, they play the Hawks. Again, J.D. McDaniels shows up with 25 points. Like, Nas Reed of the bench, 26 points. Like, Nas Reed is their third best big, third rotational big, and he was in contention for a player of the week. <laughs> of the bench, we playing 20 minutes again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they have won against the Warriors. That was very poor games for, for, for both sides of efficiency-wise. They had Anthony Edwards scored 13 points. Towns scored 14 points. And yet, 
they won the game because Nas Reed scored 23 off the bench. Kyle Anderson had 10 rebounds and 7 assists. Yeah, always some new faces showing up. And then last game against the Kings, they had 7 players scoring 14 plus points in that game. 7 players scoring 14, 14 plus points and that's like 4 games in a row. Everyone showing up, everyone sharing. Kyle Anderson, 11 assists. Slow Mo, such an under, underrated player. Mm-hmm. Prince, very underrated player. Jalen Novell, Novell from the bench can just turn up the lights and score 20 points in every given night. They have great defense with Gobert and McDaniels. Kyle Anderson also decent to defense. They have experience in Mike Conley leading the team. Now Towns is back. They are rolling. And they have so many guys. That's the thing. They don't rely on one guy or two guys. Everyone can. And they have a team of high-quality caliber NBA players, like eight players. And that's that's how much you need for the playoffs. Yeah. I, re- I remember the start of the season when the Timberwolves are struggling so much while they were healthy. There was that press conference that Anthony Edwards did, and he was sitting next to Jordan McLaughlin. And he was looking at the box score. He's like, all the st- all of our starters are in the negative, but all of the bench players are in the positive. Why why does that keep happening? And it kept happening. The 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 starting minutes, the cat thing, Rudy Gobert thing wasn't working out. And the bench, like you said, very deep. They were succeeding. So now the starters are putting it together a little bit. Carl Anthony Towns is back. And the bench, I mean, yeah. they've just been they've just been great all season. Yeah. So I mean Jordan McLaughlin is one of the best backup point guards in the league. And they have, they have, so just second, they have, so Jaden McDaniels. So the bench is Nazid, Jalen Novell, Jordan McLaughlin, Mikel Alexander Walker, and probably when everyone is healthy, Kyle Anderson. So that's five, five bench players that can play some minutes. And three of those fives are great players. Tauren Prince also. He wasn't playing yeah. that. So, yeah. Prince show against the Knicks, like he was one for one season. He was second option, scoring option at the Hawks, next to the Dennis Schroeder. Mm. That you can see that when you watch him play, like, like when he's someone bench unit, he self he can self create. That's the huge thing when players got an entire season of being, the entire season of reps as being the second guy on the team, and they have him on the bench. As an eight guy, and he can play defense too. So that's that's huge. And they have sides. They have high high Q players. So I looking actually looking forward for them in the playoffs. And it will be interesting to see them against the Kings in the first round if that's the matchup. Yeah, I I, I hope. I mean, I hope to see them there. I've got uh, investment to them to make the playoffs as well. So hopefully, for my yeah, sake, they think, as the things are going now, I think they're making the playoffs. Yeah, uh, and I don't know what, who has a tiebreaker between Golden State and Minnesota. It appears as though Minnesota does because currently they're sixth with the same record as the Warriors. I, I don't know exactly what's going on there, but if that's the case, that's also massive. It's, for, it's two and two. Two and two. So there, so there yeah. must be another tiebreaker. I'm not completely aware of at the moment, but for for the for right now, the Timberwolves are sixth, same record as the Warriors in seventh. They're a half game up on the Pelicans in eighth. One and a half games up on the ninth place Lakers and the tenth place Thunder. Yeah, the West, as we always say, every day we come here and say, "Wow, this is just ridiculous." But 
Let's recap the official play for today to wrap up the show, everybody. So it was Jonas Valanciunas over 12 and a half points and 10 plus rebounds. Uh, we got it at minus 125 at BetMGM. Uh, sorry for the confusion early on. This play we originally had at minus 120. When we gave it out, I realized it was different. So we swapped this to the minus 125 to make sure it was the price that you could get when we gave it out. So no other plays for today. Uh, there was another one that we had pre-show that Pips had pre-show that unfortunately moved. So only the one official play going back to JV on this one had success yesterday. So we are going to be looking for a little bit more success today. If you guys are looking for more sports betting content, you can visit the hammer.bet. You can also go to the Edgework YouTube channel. That's our NHL content division. They go live at 1030 for free picks. We go live here on the board, uh, on the board at 1115, 1120. Well, at 1030, right before this, you could be watching Edward Edgework for NHL free picks. They're also having an outstanding season with, with big ROI, big units of profit. So I would recommend going to check them out, but for more NBA content specifically, Make sure you drop a like to show your support. Subscribe to the board YouTube channel. Have us on the road to 2,000 subscribers. And myself and Pips will be see you tomorrow, Wednesday, for more NBA betting and discussion. Thanks again, everybody.